Welcome to Tastefully Vulnerable, the podcast where I, Josiah, sit down to have a conversation with my siblings about our childhood. On this episode, I talk to my brother Micah. Micah is a hilarious guy. He's a big reason why I wanted to do this podcast in the first place. I had an immense amount of fun with this conversation that you're about to listen to, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as well. Just want to let you know, there are some dognical difficulties, as Micah and I joked about. Throughout this podcast, my dog was making some noises. She was barking here and there. I did my best to edit those noises out, but please bear with me in that uh, poor, that lack of quality with the dognical difficulties. Um, and I hope that the quality of our conversation more than makes up for it. Stay tuned. I have five other siblings to have conversations with after this, so there will be more episodes to come, more laughter, more moments of, well, tasteful vulnerability. But with all that being said, you're not going to want to miss this. Follow us. Stay tuned for more. Let's get right into this episode. Nobody's going to listen to this anyway, so just be normal. Okay. I was planning on it, actually. Normal for us, though, I think is very... The way we talk to each other is like podcast conversation. That is that is true. That's a good point. Like, people who listen to this, if anybody does, might think that we're speaking like people who do a podcast. Yeah, no, for sure. But the people who know us and right. have seen us talk to each other know this is actually how we talk to that each is, other. That is actually a fantastic point and well-made. And it's not necessarily the way that we talk to other people. <laughs> that, is a, that is also a very good point. I don't know why we speak to each other this way. Yeah, no, for sure. I was thinking about it. I was in the car a lot today. I drove to Dayton, Ohio. How many, how many, how many total hours were you in the car for? Over seven. Over seven, okay. Over seven hours. And I was... I knew this podcast was going to happen, and I, a big reason why I thought to do this podcast is because the way we speak to each other naturally is similar to podcast hosts speaking. <laughs> and I was wondering why we do that. Now that you mention it, I hadn't ever had that thought prior to literally just now when you're saying this, but I am also curious about this question. What? Okay. I don't... I don't normally speak to people this way. Do you normally, when you speak to me, do you speak the way that you always speak? That's, I think I would, I, I definitely, I, it's definitely different person to person, but I generally have like a certain level of like charisma that would go into this kind of thing. It's just like my natural state is to just try to like. Entertain, this guess. kind of thing. This being, kind of thing. Speaking being, to me. Speaking to having you. Having a conversation. Having with a conversation you. with you. Exactly. Okay. Because I wonder if you just speak to me that way and I match it. I think that that might that might be the case. Because I don't typically, unless I'm doing like a person, like a character thing. Right. Speak like a podcast host in my. Gotcha. Life. So speak I guess I guess what we're saying is I just speak like a podcast host in my day to day. Mike is a natural podcast. I'm host. just a natural at podcasting. What a segue into introductions. My name is Josiah. I'm here with my brother, Micah. I'm Micah. Yeah. Micah, how long have we been brothers? Um, I'd say about 18 years we've been brothers. Wow. 18 and a half, actually. That's quite a while. It's a long time to brother. Long time to brother. Long time to perfect the art of having a conversation. Exactly. And I, just judging by this one, I think we've, we've done it. Micah and I are brothers. That's been established. What hasn't been established yet in this recording is that we have five other siblings. Yeah. Micah, where do you fit in the, in the seven of us? Uh, right down the middle. Four S out of seven. Smack, smack in Smack dab. Four out of seven. That's crazy. Seven. Yeah. My plan for this mini-series of podcasts is to have a conversation with each of my siblings. So, taking me out, that's six episodes in this mini-series where we talk about growing up, we share stories, we share our perspectives on things that happened, see where we agree, where our memories uh, match and where they don't, maybe get to the bottom of some childhood trauma in a tasteful way as to not offend our parents who may or may not listen. 
Because we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Right, yeah, that's the last thing I want to do here. But we want to be tastefully vulnerable. Tastefully vulnerable could be the title of the podcast, I feel. That's, that's a good that's idea. A, that's a powerful statement, really. Tastefully vulnerable. What a wonderful phrase. Tastefully, one more time, say it with me. Put your water down. Tastefully vulnerable. vulnerable. I was going to say tastefully wonderful, and that's wrong. All right, one more time for the intro. Tastefully vulnerable with Josiah. Okay, awesome. Well, here we are. So far, we're four and a half minutes into a podcast, and we haven't really just, like talked about anything. What I, The way so I want to begin stuff. this is by picking up a conversation that I cut short last night. Micah and I work together. I'm a manager at a restaurant. And I got Micah a job as a line cook at the same restaurant. Yes. So we work a lot of shifts together. Indeed. Last night, I was working as a line cook with Micah. This, I can back up this statement. We started a conversation about a true story from our childhood. Do you remember the story? Uh, I think the story was... Well, start, at the begin- start okay. with the first okay. story. The first, the first story that we talked about was... Um, should I say from my perspective or from your perspective? Well, let's, your perspective. Okay, for, so from my perspective. How old, about how old did we decide that I we think, were? I think seven. Wow. And so, like seven and twelve. Like seven, seven and twelve years old. There's a five-year age gap between The year is 2011. Wow. We're, this is over ten years ago now. Almost exactly. Um, and that's just math. I don't know if you can put numbers together, but I can't. Our dad's an engineer, He's so an we're engineer, all good at so, math. So we've got to be, contractually. So we're 7 and 12, and I come into my bedroom, and there's just this pile of... It's also my bedroom. It's also his that bedroom. That has to be noted. It's, it should be noted that it's a shared bedroom with, at this point, if it's 2011, me and our one other brother uh, Me and you and our one and other our, brother. Me and you and our other brother this is have. before the, the, other, before the other, other, other brother is born yeah so i come into the room there's a pile of blankets on the floor i barrel right through it being seven i don't think to step over it i don't think to step around it um i just go right right the darn through it and i and i intending to grab what's on the other side of the room do you remember I, what you ran into our room to get i have no idea okay i wish i did but it was a long time ago it was it was a, it was about 11 years ago now I go into the room, you know, and I go, as I've stated, through the pile of clothes, or whatever, blanket, I think. And I, like, there's something under it, and I trip over it, and I say, huh, must be a lump under there. (laughs) Something along those lines. Must just be a lump under there, I think I say. And then I leave. All right, pause. This is where I'm going to interject. There was no lump. I was the lump under the blanket. <laughs> there was no lump. It was me all along. I was on the floor of our bedroom, as I tended to be. I To this day, I like to be on the floor. Um, I was on the floor. That's You're going to hear... I, I say that because I, in a lot of these stories, I'm on the floor. A lot of them. An awful lot of them, actually. Well, I hear footsteps approaching my shared bedroom and so i reach for a blanket and i i pull it over me because for some reason i felt like i needed to hide it ends up being micah who scurries into our room micah used to scurry a lot when he was smaller i did Um, this is true i feel the trip i hear him hit the floor he says the thing about the lump and he leaves the thing about the lump is also the name of my autobiography that i'm working yes 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 the thing about my the thing about the love in parentheses. There's a Freudian slip. There. There's something. About, you almost you, you almost no, said okay. something different. Okay, let me start over here. This is let supposed me, to be tasteful. Let me try again. <laughs> the name of your autobiography, of course, being the thing about the lump. In a parenthetical, I was the lump. <laughs> I love it. Okay, Micah says a thing, he leaves our bedroom. So I leapt up mm-hmm. off the floor. Yes. And, because I think what Micah has just said about the lump is hilarious. So I follow him out of our room, laughing still, and I tell everyone this story. Everyone. I don't remember if anybody laughed. Because here's the thing. I was telling, so I was in the car, as we established for a long time today. Yes. Part of that drive 
I was with my wife, and I told her this story. Okay. And as I'm telling her the story, I realized, assuming, oh, saying, oh, there must be a lump under there is not a crazy thing to say after you trip over a blanket. Of course there's a lump or else you wouldn't have tripped. I mean, I guess that's... I guess that's a good point. It's reasonable to say there's a lump. But what what I was my my curiosity yesterday when we were having this conversation at work, my, Micah and I was was why did you feel like you needed to say anything? <laughs> if there was just a lump under the blanket, why say, "Oh, there must be a lump under there" to okay. nobody? Okay. All right. Do you remember what what I asked you last night? Uh, I do. Um, I would just answer the question and answer that question mm-hmm. as well. No need to say the question. The question is the context, you know? The question is the context. <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, so, I, I believe what was going through little seven-year-old, the brain of seven-year-old me was, so, was something along the lines of, I, there's something under there. It feels vaguely person-shaped, person-esque, and I have this, this, like, odd, like, uh, hesitance to say something confidently and then be wrong about it, and this is, I'm realizing now that this is not a new thing, and this is, like, this was the case when I was seven in this situation, where it's like, um, there must be a lump under there, was, I thought there might be a person under there. And I didn't want to say, oh, there's a person under there. Because, one, if there is, they know I know they're there. And two, if there's not, that's just embarrassing to me. I guess me only, but... Wow. Yeah. So you felt like, I better say something just in case there's somebody under that blanket. Yes, in case, in case someone was the lump. Because, But you didn't want to say, there must be a person under there in case there was nobody listening. I guess that's exactly what I'm saying. So now we're back to saying anything at all doesn't make any sense. But anyway, that's in my defense. So fast forward, I don't know how many years. Okay. One thing that I've established about myself in this podcast is that I like to be on the floor. Another thing that I'm about to establish about myself is that as a youth, I spent a lot of time in the garage. And we had the house we all grew up in. I guess there's a few of us that are still growing up in a different house. Yeah. But the house that I grew up in and Micah grew up in, for the most part, had a detached garage. So you had to leave the house, go actually walk up the garage, up the driveway to get to the garage. Well, this particular day, our minivan, family of seven kids, we had a minivan. Obviously. I'm sitting in the passenger seat listening to music on my little MP3 player. Micah. Scurries out of the house and scurries up the driveway as, as he I do. as he does. Well, more so did. Do you uh, think? Would you say you still scurry about? I think my legs are too long to scurry. I, that's I, I'm more shamble now, but it's the same. Shamble. That's our yeah. brother-in-law's name. Shamburger. Yeah. Shamble. I'm gonna cut that out. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I want the silence in there, and I want you to extend it. <laughs> so Micah scurries up the driveway. As he did, to the garage, opens the back seat of the minivan, reaches in to get something. Do you remember what you were getting this I time? do. I do exactly remember what I was getting Oh, this wow. Time. It was, I was looking to see if we had still in there, because I knew I had put it in the van previously, and I'd seen it in the van for weeks and weeks, but I was checking to see if still in the van was the second half of this, like... Crayola thing that like had like a platform that you would put a paper on um, and then like a thing that went up and then like a lens that you would look through with like a mirror like a couple mirrors and then you would put something in front of it and you would look through the lens and you could see the paper and the object overlaid so you could trace easily. Oh my gosh. Right? That's one of the coolest things I've ever heard. Right? It's really really cool. So you could trace something Anything, yeah, and you could see you through, could see the, through lens. the lens. Exactly. Dude, why'd you leave that in the van? That's so awesome. I know, and I know also for a fact that after that, I, when I went in there, I couldn't find it, and I haven't seen it since. We haven't seen it since. Haven't seen it since. Oh my. 
Yeah. I'm just realizing half of my childhood memories of Micah involve him scurrying to get something. Yeah. That's crazy. Both these stories start the same way, but they end very differently. Because though Micah scurried to the van to get something, and though I was there, and though I hid myself from him, like in the previous story, this story ends with me peeking my little head around the corner of this passenger seat right behind where Micah is looking for his Crayola. In the, in the back seat, it should be noted. Micah is climbing out of the seat, empty-handed. He's upset. He sees probably not more than the top of my nose and my eyes and my head. My hair. I actually remember exactly what I saw. I saw, I saw your entire head and a little bit of neck and part of our shoulder. So that's a lot of me. A lot of you. <laughs> so you see me. I see you. There's no question of, is there a lump or a person in that seat? Yes. Do you remember what you said? I do remember what I said. Me too. Did you say any words? I said no words at all. Micah became in that moment the personification of fear itself. As his face transformed into a face unlike anything I've ever seen (laughs) except in my nightmares. And he released a scream. If you can even call it a scream. It was an ungodly sound. It was a wail, more like it. That I haven't heard even a remote, anything close to up until that moment and since that moment. (laughs) And this wail extended (laughs) longer. Then I could even say, Micah, Micah, it's me. I got a few of those out before the whale was over. I'm going to say a 38-second whale. That That, sounds right. That's not an exaggeration. That's probably accurate. Think in your mind. Pause pause this episode right now. Count to 38 and then come back. Realize how long that is. That's a long time. In fact, try it. Try to scream for that long. Do you have the lung capacity? Can you? Can you even? Pause this and try it. We'll wait. What if we gave you 38 seconds of silence? We won't. So that you could feel how long 38 seconds can feel when you're uncomfortable. (laughs) Because I was uncomfortable. I thought I did something terrible to my brother. (laughs) I thought this this whale would never end, and it was all my fault. Do you remember what happened after you were finished whaling? I do, actually. What happened? Uh, So, essentially... I stopped wailing, and we just kind of locked eyes for a moment, just very briefly. And you said, it's me, kind of nervously laughing, uh, and I believe I just left. You left? I just left. I Okay, so this is where our memories differ. Because, and I could be, I could be blending memories together, or maybe I just want to make myself sound better, and that's why I remember it this way. I remember getting out of the van and giving you a hug. And when we stopped hugging, you were crying. Now, here's the interesting thing about this little addendum. I recall none of it. Wow. None of it. Not any of it. Maybe I made that up. You might have made it up. Maybe I blocked it out. But why would you block out the part that is not, well, hopefully not traumatic? Why would you remember the trauma and forget the moment of, Hopefully, peace that followed. I guess. I guess what we should. What I should. What I would like to establish here, once and for all, something I've never said to anybody about this moment. This moment has come up multiple times, and I've wanted to say this. I've wanted to say this, but I haven't. This, this is, is why I wanted to do this. This is podcast. not a lie. This is not a just to add some drama to the podcast kind of thing. This is. This is completely, completely true. This. This actually ties right back into the fear of like. Doing, like, saying something wrong and, and, like, saying something confidently and being wrong. Mm. This ties kind of back into that. Okay. I look at, I see your face. I don't know it's you. But even though you can see my entire head and and my neck and some of my shoulder. It's, like, completely. It's a dark garage. It's it's a dark garage. It's a dark garage. Completely shaded. I saw the outline of you vaguely. I could see a little bit of facial features, but I couldn't see you. So I see you. I don't recognize you at first. And then I begin to scream. Like, I begin to... I haven't even let out a sound yet. I take the breath to scream. And I remember I, that moment where just, your mouth was just, open, just but a no long, sound was coming just out. Just a yet. long breath in. 
before the scream. And as I, as I'm about to let out the scream, I think like the moment I start screaming, I'm, I think to myself, wait a minute, that's Josiah. But I don't stop screaming because I, I feel for some reason that I have to make it seem like I haven't realized it was you. Otherwise, why would I be screaming? Wow. Wow. So there's some deep sense of uncertainty in your own, what, what do we want to say, comprehension of the things that are going on around you? I think that's exactly right. I think that's exactly right. That's like taking dissociating to another level. Yeah. You're taking things in, but you're not sure if you can trust the things that you're taking in. It's not even that. It's just, it's really, I don't even think it's it's whether or not I can trust it. It's just like this like mix of dissociation and anxiety where it's like what would happen if i were to say this wrong thing and then how would that be like perceived wow wow so it's uh it's less a a certainty in what you're comprehending around you yeah and more an anxiety uh, about being wrong in what you say or how you respond particularly being wrong in front of people i think wow yeah Interesting. That's just insecurity. I think so. Yeah. But it plays out in a in an interesting way because and maybe other younger siblings out there who had an older sibling that, well, maybe tormented them at times <laughs> can understand that. This is becoming a therapy session. Except bit. that I'm not a therapist. Yeah, and, and it's kind of for both of us a little bit. Yeah. I feel like this is also like part of why I want to have these conversations is to like Make some, make some peace. Yeah, you know. And can I say? Yeah. After after recounting that detail about the story, I feel peaceful. Wow. For sure. I I for sure feel peaceful about about that that whole other thing that we just did. I would say probably out of all of our siblings, my relationship with you is the most like a relationship with a friend that's not actually a sibling. Like, there's an element that you're my brother, and so mm-hmm. there's, like, a uniqueness to that relationship, but maybe it's because of that we work together, and we're not exactly peers at work, but we're mm-hmm. working as part of the same team. Yeah. And we're close enough in age now where, but that five years doesn't feel as, like, much of a chasm as it does when you're when seven, you're seven and, and, 12. and 12. Yeah. Right. But for some of our, probably a majority of our lives, where that relationship did not exist. Right. And I would do things like hide under a lump, I will become a lump under a blanket. Yes. And then make fun of Micah for saying there was a lump in front of all of our family, which I'm guessing in a little seven-year-old's brain contributes to a fear of saying things in front of people that is wrong and then being embarrassed and afraid and ashamed of it and being laughed at and mocked. I mean, going back to the numbers thing, that's just one and one, you know? You know, my dad's an engineer, so I kind of have to... We have to be good at we math. We have to be good at math. Because our dad's an engineer. Because he's an engineer. And wow. And a great shame upon him and his cow. I feel... <laughs> Don't talk about our mom like that. Stop. Hold on. Dude, Pause. you monster. Pause. That's not what I said at all. She is a lovely woman. She's a fantastic woman. Okay, anyway. Like I was saying, Mike and I didn't always have a relationship that was like this. Yes. I was, believe it or not, a bit of a bully at times. As a, Here's a story to illustrate that. Like, I'm just going to tell the story briefly. If okay. you want to interject, feel free. And All then right. I want to get your version of events. Okay. In our household, there was a delicacy that we would make for ourselves and sometimes for others that we affectionately called hot sauce eggs. Oh, man. Where basically, now hear me out. You scramble your eggs in a bowl before you put it in the frying pan. Get some butter in that in that little frying pan. Uh, you whisk your eggs together with a fork. Add a little bit of milk for some fluff. Add some hot sauce. Some Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Red Hot. That's we always had Frank's in the in always. the cabinet. Put that on everything. Yeah, you put that ish on everything. We'd put that on our eggs before we cook it. Um, pour it into the pan. A little bit of black pepper on there. Cook it up. Scramble them. Now you've got hot sauce eggs. Hot sauce eggs were are best served with some toast. 
because you could scoop the hot sauce eggs onto the toast, eat it. I would just like to say, I had completely forgotten about hot sauce eggs. Thank you for this revelation about hot sauce eggs. They're wonderful. They're excellent. They're wonderful. If the less, it saddens me as well because I know that I will never have hot sauce eggs again. Because the last three times I've consumed eggs, just eggs, not like with with a like once with butter. It's not a milk thing. Once with like Pam spray. Once straight without any like nonstick coating to the pan at all. It's just eggs. The last three times I've had them, I've had the worst bathroom experience of my entire life. Oh my god! Not exaggerating. Worse than any other thing that has like happened to me. And it's been eggs all along. Eggs the whole time. Eggs all along is the name of the biography that I'm writing about Micah. Yep. Or maybe it's the name of this podcast. Eggs all along is not actually a... Because we're all eggs, aren't we, really? If you think about it. Okay. All right. Hey, now. You don't don't have to... I was thinking more of like a a beautiful metaphorical standpoint where we're just like... All a little hard on the outside. Beautiful creation. We have that protective shell where we've got the... The, the gold on the inside, but we're also beautiful little creations okay. which is waiting to hatch. Alrighty. I wasn't going to take it in a gross way. Okay. Alright. It was eggs all along. It was eggs well, all we, along. At some point, we said the name of the... It's like Infinity War. We said the name of the of the title somewhere. You just got to figure it out yourself. You know what's crazy? Is that Endgame, that was spoken in Infinity War. Right, yeah. That's... And the Russo brothers, who directed Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, denied that the title of Avengers 4 was ever mentioned, like, spoken by a character in any Marvel movie. And they lied. They lied. What? Yeah. Why would they do that? I, I thought it was the other way around, that they said that it was spoken in Infinity War at some point. And that's why people thought it might have been Endgame. Well, here we are. Here we are. Again, yeah. our memories are... Just divergent diver- Divergent. You can't see it, but Micah just looked at the bookshelf behind him and saw the book Divergent. It's my wife's. I've never read it. Anyways, we we you were telling a story. Okay. And I interrupted so rudely. I made hot sauce eggs often. <laughs> well, one day, I was making hot sauce eggs. Micah wanted some. And do you remember this story? I do. Very vividly, actually. Micah asked me to make him hot sauce eggs, or maybe I volunteered. He probably asked me, or our mom I probably. Asked you. I asked yeah. you specifically to... Nick, mom was gone. Mom was out of the house. Okay, there's a part of this story that's a key yes. making me look not as bad, which is that Micah, when we were younger, you ate spicy food like a champ. Yeah. yeah you yeah, liked yeah, yeah, spicy yeah. food. You really loved, liked it. Loved the stuff. Well, we had a little vial, and it was in a vial of Quaker steak, a tonic over. I don't think you stated the, like, the extent of my hot sauce, like, cap- my spiciness capabilities. Like, I sure. would consume hot sauce and feel nothing like it wouldn't it wouldn't affect me in any way no redness of the face no no like watery eyes no anything like i it just wouldn't happen i would have a good spicy taste from a young age just immediately just like that and it it remains the same a little bit but not as much it has faded over time sad to say interesting do you think the consumption the rash consumption of hot sauce as a young kid with developing insides may have contributed to your ibs I think not only did it contribute, but it is 100% the only cause. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably not true, but... That's been proven by doctors. By scientists. That's not true. I mean... I'm standing by it, dude. Science is in on this one. Well, I decided I'm going to make Micah the spiciest hot sauce eggs possible. So I get the Frank's Red Hot. I put it in the egg mix. Red chili pepper flakes. Put them in there. The atomic, the atomic wing sauce, the Quaker steak, atomic wing sauce. Which, mind you, you that actually when you purchased it, it came with a waiver you had to sign. I think it was a gimmick, but this stuff was hot. All right, I found all the spicy stuff I could in my my little house, and I put them in that egg. And let me tell you what, that was the reddest scrambled egg I ever saw. I don't think I even put milk in there. No way did you put milk in that. Because that would have, like, diverted some of the hot That would have helped a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, I cook up those eggs, I give them to Micah, and I watch, and I wait. And my memory of this is that you began to eat the eggs. Yes. 
And you didn't stop. You kept eating them. Nah, I didn't stop. I remember this. Didn't say very, a word. Very vividly. Didn't even look up from your little Game Boy or whatever. Well, okay, this is this is this is interesting because I was sitting at the table. Uh huh. It was on. Uh, I remember the exact side on the chair on the left. Uh huh. Um, I ate the eggs to yeah. completion, and then just nothing. Not a, not a single thing for me. And then I left the table, went sat on the couch in front of the window. Got my Game Boy, started playing it. Is that when? That is when I saw you, just a single tear. One tear down the cheek. <laughs> just a single solitary tear down my cheek. I think it like dripped off my chin onto the screen of the Game Boy as well. The tear was it because a, I mean those eggs were spicy. They were pretty spicy. They were real spicy. You got you're gonna have some kind of reaction, right? Was it because b, those eggs were good. <laughs> You'd never seen eggs over <laughs> It was a work of art. And you were just so unbelievably grateful that you got to experience those eggs. Or was it because, see, you were thankful that I made you eggs. And you thought, my brother Josiah, what a selfless brother. To take time, take five minutes out of his day to make me hot sauce eggs. Because I'm too... I can't do it. I can't make them myself. She can't do it. Just can't do it. Can't reach, can I? Couldn't reach. Can't reach. So A, B, or C, what was it? Um, I believe that uh, certainly a part of my... This is, another, this is another thing that I would just like to clear the air on a little bit. Wow. A portion of... The air is going to be so clear after today. A portion of my resistance to... Uh, shall we say capsaicin? Ooh, which is just a little sp- uh, spicy fact there. Little, that's, that's just, little my pepper, resist- my pepper, resistance, little my pepper resistance oil. to capsaicin was partially a front. <gasps> yeah, par- a confession. Partially, it was a capsaicin. Capsa, capsa. It was cap. Oh my gosh! It was Cap just saying. That's uh, a layup! Oh snap! That's a layup! It was Cap just not saying. not completely. There was definitely a resistance there, but I I did feel something from it, and knowing that I had kept up this front the whole time, I, I was like, wow, these eggs are so much spicier <laughs> than what I'm used to. I he is watching me like a hawk. I can not let a single I can't I can't show I can't show that that it's been fake. He'll know. Everybody's gonna know this whole time. This is all I, I have. Lo- that this is this is the only thing going for me. I'm homeschooled. I've seen every single one of JTDM's videos. This is the only thing that I have. So there was there was that. <laughs> he said Dan TDM. In case I got lost in the laughter. Man. That was, <laughs> so there was, there was that, there's that hiding in that. And part of me just like, I went and I sat down. Part of me was like, oh, the relief of knowing that I could just stop trying to hide. I was like, man, I really have to keep hiding. Cause that, that spice lingered. It was, it, it was bad you put a lot of stuff in those eggs my man <laughs> you put a lot into those eggs and i felt all of it and i and i continue to feel all of it as i was playing my game boy i think i literally grabbed my game boy as a ploy to be like i gen like i'm i don't feel anything i'm just gonna go play my game boy and just have a good time because i don't because of how much i don't feel <clears throat> As a front to be like, yeah, I'm I'm not feeling anything, but in reality, I did, and I think that's why the tear came out. That's why there was one tear. Wow. And I was disappointed that the tear came out. I was like, man, I hope he didn't see. I hope he didn't see. But like, it, I saw. I know you saw. Judging by the how the amount of times I've heard this story, <laughs> I know you saw. But you know what's crazy is you're saying that you were disappointed in the tear. The truth is, I was so impressed that all I got from my devil eggs, not deviled eggs. My devil eggs. Your Satan eggs, really. That's a better way to distinguish yeah. between the dishes. Yeah. The Satan eggs exactly. was one tier a couple minutes after you finished the entire plate. Yeah. That was, I thought, man, that's impressive. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. 
No way could you do it. I couldn't do it. Not a chance. You probably wouldn't get any tears out of me. No way I'm finishing that plate, though. No way I'm finishing that plate. I'd take a bite, maybe two, maybe three, mm-hmm. if I've got some bread Yeah. to scoop it up. But you didn't give me bread this time. No, because I wanted to see you suffer. <clears throat> I, I'll, I'll say it. It was a prank. I yeah. wanted to see, you know, this kid can handle his spice. Right. You know what? Let's see how he how he handles this spice. And I was impressed, man. I thought I thought you took it like a champ. And now, and, I mean, technically, I did take it like a champ. That's true. Because if I didn't feel anything, then there was nothing to take. I did take it like a champ. That much can't be denied. Pause. I'm not changing my words. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to. Nor would I ask you to. Micah, what is one of your favorite childhood memories? Period. Favorite childhood memories? It doesn't have to have anything to do with me. My goodness. But it can. That is tough for, I guess, more reasons than one. But a lot of a lot of it has to do with I don't know. I've I've got. I've been asked this so many times, and every time I just come up blank. Um, you can make something up. I think that's what I've done every single time I've been asked. Wow. Do you remember um, some of the fake answers you've given? Um, I was talked. I talked about getting a PS4 once for like Christmas, but that didn't happen on Christmas. That was like a gift for you. It was a gift yeah. to me because I did a good in math. And I think I'm gonna take that when I move out. Actually, so. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. That's been cleared. That's been that's that's been promised for a while actually. Which All is, right. Which is interesting, but. Yeah, so hopefully that stays cleared, is my worry, but, um, anyways, was I, oh yeah, so I made up some trash about getting a PS4 and it being the greatest day, I made up some, like, some, like, giant Lego set, I was like, oh, I got the police station, the fire station, that was Zeke, that wasn't me, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Do you remember being angry that he got to collect the Lego city sets? A little bit. And well, you were stuck with Ninjago or something. I got Ninjago, but I did. I did at one point get the Ice Dragon. That's cool. Separate aside, I recently came into possession of all four element original original elemental dragons from Ninjago. What? Intact, a hundred percent of the pieces, all of them. Wow. Yeah, Where'd I you... have those. Where'd you find those? So, um. So, Veda's sister. Daisy. Daisy. Should we name drop Daisy? I guess we I guess we have name drop Daisy. It's... What's your middle name? Uh-oh, we'll, boyfriend we'll, test. We'll boyfriend keep, test. We'll keep that level of anonymity for the podcast, I think. And because you don't know it. Right. Just middle be name. Be honest. Drop. Be honest. Do you know her middle name? Uh, not right now. I have known her middle name. Have I known her? I don't know, actually, if I've known her middle Maybe name. Maybe she's kept it anonymous from you. She probably has. When we get done with this, you should call her. That would be weird. I've never called her. <laughs> You're not there. Not there. Not You're not quite. there yet. That's fine. Don't Anyways, call her. her fiance. They're they were looking at places and they they just didn't have room for all the Legos that he's got and has been collecting for years and years and years, which oh, I think is a oh, bummer. He's a nerd. But he yeah he's a nerd. Um, Daisy's with a nerd, bro. Daisy's gonna marry a nerd. He's like a cool nerd. Oh, like yeah. uh, like you and me. Like us, you know. Cool. Yeah. Cool nerd. A cool nerd. But if cool is a one and nerd is a ten, like full cool, full full nerd, where does he rank? Um, he's mainly cool. I'd say I'd say I probably pro- I'd say probably like a like a seven cool if that rest of the three was like Star Wars, because that's where he's at. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, at least to my knowledge. But anyways, he where would he? Yeah. Where do you rank, man? I don't want to answer that question because, a, I'm not sh- I, not exactly sure. B, mm. I, f- I feel like just talking about myself like that in any way, positive or negative, is weird, and I shouldn't do it. That's very interesting. I don't like qualifying. I don't like quantifying myself and my traits. So you got all four dragons from Ninjago. All, f- all four dragons from Ninjago. As a basically a gift. As a free gift for nothing in return. You know what that reminds me of. What does that remind you of? 
Are you going to proselytize right now? No, no. Okay. I just wanted to, it to sound like I was. Okay. We can cut up with the bit where I asked if you like, are going to proselytize. Because if that's going to make the bit funnier, it's just like cutting it, it at that well, point. Well, it would have because I was going to do a, a bait and switch. Ah, I see. Okay. It was going to be a, oh, this dude's about to proselytize. And then I was going to say something stupid. Okay. But I wonder if this bit that we're doing right now is actually better than the bit would have been. And that's the that's layers. Better, that's, that's it. That's, that's the, the layers. That's Cut the and scene. And scene. So that's sweet. You got all four dragons basically for free. Yep. All of those. Well, exactly. Entirely for free. Entirely You didn't free. pay a dime. Not a dime. How much are those worth now? Do you know? I haven't looked. This will be a fun exercise for the podcast to look to see how much money I just get into. Eh, not for the. That won't be fun for the podcast. Maybe not think. for the pod. Maybe not for the pod. Maybe, After the pod. maybe for the Twitter account. For the, for the post pod for sure. The post pod for the, for the wrap up show. The, the post pod like, is like what the, they called me in high school. For the for the show after the show. What? Hosted by like Chris Hardwick that where they're gonna talk <laughs> about. <laughs> he's, he's gonna talk about. You know what? Now that The Walking Dead is over, <laughs> I think he's out of work. I don't think he has a job. Yeah. Yeah. I have a pretty distinct memory of you being a little salty that Zeke got to collect the Lego City Legos because we had all different kinds. Like I, I was getting the Marvel yeah. Yeah. Legos, and Z- you were getting definitely getting Star Wars Legos. I don't think at this point I was getting Star Wars. You don't Legos think yet. so? I, I Later on, like, you were. There was like four or five different things that I like cycled through because they they would also come and go. Like Lego Chima was one of them. Where I, like, I never actually, like, really got... I got, like, one set from that. I said that that's one of the ones that I was collecting because I just wanted one that I was going to be able to collect. And also, I thought it was a novel that the name of Lego Chima, like, rearranged to my name. And I told that to a Lego store employee once. (laughs) (laughs) And they give you the store? They said, you're the winner! That's... The golden (laughs) ticket was you all along! There Um, was no lump. In parentheses, I was the one. <laughs> I was the there ticket. There was no golden ticket. I was the golden ticket. Interesting. Yeah. See, because um, I, I remember, my memory of it was, I got to collect the marble ones. Yeah. And I was cool with that because I wasn't big on Lego. Yeah. I was real big on marble. Yeah. Zeke got to collect Lego City, which I thought, wow, there's so many Lego City, right. like, offshoots. There's, like, the right. police stuff, the fire station, the construction work, all that stuff. Right. So there was a lot that he could have gotten. And some of them were pretty cool. And I remember you were a little butthurt that Zeke got Lego City. And I remember thinking, that doesn't make sense because you got everything else. (laughs) (laughs) You could get any Lego set you wanted as long as it wasn't Lego City or Lego Marvel. Right. Yes. I guess my hang-up is that I knew that Lego City was here to stay. Lego Marvel was here to stay. Mm. The only other thing, I think, that's like that's been consistently here to stay is Lego Star Wars. And I wasn't I didn't know anything about Star Wars at that point yet. Mm. So like right now Lego City Lego City's still going strong. True. Although the, I will say the freaking current police station set is the lamest thing that i've ever seen in my entire life it's the lowest like police station count like 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 piece count i've ever seen and it's just bad and i think they could have done a lot better with it and the lego city design i guess the also the lego design in general has become a lot less a lot more lackluster i think the reason that the police station and honestly lego sets in general are less impressive now than they were when we were kids is because the cost of like labor and the cost of um resources and materials that are needed to build like big impressive buildings are way more expensive and way harder to find and uh labor is expensive and it's way harder to like get people in to build things and so i think the police stations that we're seeing in lego sets are probably a result of like real life police stations not being able to be built as well Damn, I was on a roll, bro. You were on a roll. That <laughs> I was so on a good. roll. Don't let Discord interrupt you. <laughs> I need to silence these notifications. So, Mikey, we shared a, a bedroom for until we moved out of that house, that first house that yeah. we grew up in. Right. Which I was, I think I was 18 yes. when we moved out. So you would have been like, the case. Well, like 13, 13, 14. 
13. So, oh, I was 13, yeah. So for most of the first 13 years of your life, we shared a bedroom together. This is true. What were the best things about sharing a bedroom with you? Best things about sharing the bedroom with you was the approximately three times that... <laughs> <laughs> That was the best part. That sounds so bad. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay. No, okay. So, the joke I was going to make is that the... Keep it PG, Absolutely please. the best part about... Having sharing a room with you was the three times before I turned like eight, where we <laughs> no, we played Toy Wars. The three times I can remember, we played Toy Wars, and I thought it was a recur like a thing that we did. But thinking back to it, we did it three times, and then any time I asked you to play it after the third time, you Adam, you vehemently <laughs> refused. Explain what Toy Wars is. Toy Wars was essentially we take all of our little action figures and we'd pit them against each other in various ways. Um, and um, you always won because your ways were just obviously right and just better than mine were. Because I was the big brother. Because you were the big brother. And, and you, you were the little brother. And you decided. I realized... Not that long ago that you only ever won because you just decided that the game was over. The game was over <laughs> and that you and that your Modoc would like laser beam <laughs> and mind control my Thanos and that would completely eliminate my Thanos and put him in your jail. Wow. Yeah. Modoc is kind of the god tier. He's the S tier. Yeah. Sometimes, depending on what you're watching. Superhero, Superhero squad? squad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a good memory. Yeah. What about the worst thing? Worst thing is that... The time that I... Can I guess? I would love to hear your guess, actually. Was it maybe the time that I might have cracked your head open? I was hoping you'd get into this, but oh, I boy. forgot. All right. Okay. So, there was one time my mom was building something in my room. Zeke was also there. This was long before Caleb existed. Name dropping him now for the first time. We've referred to him, but that's foreshadowing. That's foreshadowing. <laughs> he may or may not have an episode. I would just like run back and forth in and out of the room, like getting stuff and like doing different things. I don't remember why. Just scurrying to and fro, uh, and as you did, as I did, and one of these times, as I was leaving the room, your leg shifted your left leg shifted to the left it did shift to the left you're making a face like i'm lying no but, keep telling your version of the story your your leg did shift to the left it did that is a fact it did shift to the left i just want to see the replay and i and i and i tripped over it and i hit my head i think on the door um and uh I was hospitalized, and I got stitches on my head. Okay, well... I still have a scar, actually. When you fell out of the bed in your sleep, was that your knee that got stitched up? Or was it your head also? I think I got my head stitched up twice and my leg once. My knee once. Really? Yeah. Okay, but there was a time that you didn't get stitches on your face. They glued it shut. Do you remember? Oh, that, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. Was this time, right? Or was it the nighttime? I can't. I can't recall the the actual events of it, but I believe this way, this time that we're talking about, yeah, was the glue one. I will say I don't remember anything following the fall. I don't remember the hospital. I don't remember any of that. Really, none of that. No. Okay, but you remember when my leg shifted. I remember your leg shifted. I, this is why I'm so confident in this. I remember your leg shifted, and I fell forward. And that's where my recollection stops. Wow. How old were you at that point? Uh, probably five. Probably six. No. Five or six. It was older than that. Older than that? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Enough to be an oh, yeah? Because you might have been six when you fell out of your bed and hit your... It must have been your knee or your elbow or something on the 
It was like a plastic bin sticking out from under the bed. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Then there was my knee. That was like five or six. Biggest, biggest scar I have. I mean, you were definitely young when Mm. this incident occurred, but I, well, if you were, if you were seven, then I'm 12. If you were six, I'm 11. Like, Mm. it was, so maybe it was around there. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Long time ago. But I, I have a memory of you running back and forth in the room. I didn't remember anybody else doing anything. I was sitting on the floor, per usual. Yeah. Play, reading a book, playing my Game Boy or something. Yeah. And my legs, my back was to the wall, and my legs were outstretched. It was a small room. Very small. The three of us shared a very small room. Yes. And, yeah, so there were, there had to have been three of us at that point. So Zeke had to be. Oh, yeah. Because there was, there was, yeah, for sure. Because there was, I think Zeke had a crib. In that room? In that room. And there was so, the bunk bed. how old were you when he was born? I was... Each so, that was... He was... What I was four. He was four. Well, if there was a crib, then you were four when this happened. And this was after the knee incident. And the... Because the bunk bed was there. Because you didn't hit your head on the door. You hit your head on the bunk bed. Was it the bunk bed? I don't... Yeah. I'm... In my head, I can't line up the f- way I hit my head on the bunk bed. It was the bunk bed. It was the like, like the ledge of it. Because I remember ledge, I hit my head like, on the like the, like the edge of the bed frame. Yeah, yeah. At one point, I didn't remember. I think it was this time. Was it this time? Right here, bugger. Yeah, eye. right. You got right a scar there. still. I right? had a scar right here. Yeah. And it was very scary. Like I remember even then feeling like, like you okay, you did trip on my leg. Mm. What I'm, I would contend, I did not trip you on. Mm-hmm. What Micah won't say outright, but will imply, is that I tripped him on purpose. No, you tripped me on purpose. Oh, he said it outright. I, th- I think you, I really do think you tripped me on purpose. I don't think I would do that, or at least not with the intent to. I'm gonna knock this kid out. In no, hospital. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that way. I think just into like a man. This kid's annoying. Running in front of me, he shouldn't be running at all. I'm gonna. Because I do have a memory of, either thinking or saying, "Stop running back and forth." Which helps my case, really. You know what? I think I remember you running and jumping over my legs. And I would say, in fact, this is what I told you last night. If you run at a pool and the lifeguard says don't run, and you slip and fall and get hurt, whose fault is it? Well. Is it the lifeguard's fault? Well, the lifeguard doesn't put the water on the edge of the pool, does he, Joe? But that's the consequence of running at the pool. There's going to be water there. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If a cop says, don't speed, or don't steal anything and drive away in, in a car, and then other cops lay out, or maybe even that same cop lays out, like, I don't know what they're called, like, like, the things that, like the spikes that like the little spike balls that st- that are there and then you like pop your tires like oh well you shouldn't have been speeding you popped your tire on these things that we put there i think that's a better metaphor than the than the pool lifeguard thing i got to be honest i lost you bro hey man all i got to say was it right for you to, to steal and drive away really fast that's irrelevant was it yeah, that, that's that's completely irrelevant. Whether or not I should have been running, I do believe I shouldn't have been running. I shouldn't have been running. So that's is that a is that an admission? That's admission. I shouldn't have been running. You're on just just fully. I rest my case. Just full stop. I shouldn't have been running. That's not what you're on trial for. But should you? So here's the thing, though. Should you should not have been running because there's a chance that when you're a kid and you're running back and forth in a small bedroom, you could trip or hurt yourself. Okay. This is true. Especially if you're jumping over somebody's legs. This also is true. My caveat here is that this is all true up until the point where you intentionally moved your leg. I can't say that I moved my leg on purpose, though. In fact, I don't even remember moving my leg. That's, that's That's how I remember it. That's... That's how I've taken it for all these years. Here's the thing, though. I... I I don't know if I ever said this. I am sorry that that happened. And I'm sorry... I know that I had a part to play in that. And I can't put myself back in that place. Whatever I was thinking or what I tried to do or didn't try to do. 
but I know that either way, I didn't have to be sitting now. My legs didn't have to be outstretched. I could have, as a caring brother, seen you running back and forth, even if I'm irritated, even if I'm going to warn you not to run back and forth because you might get hurt. I could have brought my legs in to sit cross-legged on the floor to remove a, something that may have been an obstacle that you could have tripped over. I didn't do that. You ended up tripping, hitting your head on the bed frame, and going into the hospital. And so, I'm sorry. The audience can't see, but I'm violently sobbing. Does that feel like a non-apology? No, it does. No, it, fe- no, it, feels, it, feels, like, it feels like an apology. And ge- I, genu- I genuinely... Yeah, thank you. Because I mean that. Like, that. I think that's something... Seeing you hit your head, and then seeing the blood, and mom coming in and that honestly had to have been hor- terrifying that was that was scary for me yeah. like especially because you did trip on my leg that right. happened and i was like oh my gosh this is, it's my whatever happens next is my fault yeah regard whether i meant to do it or not it's right. like it's like dad always says you know you throw that ball you don't, even if you don't mean to break the window as soon as it leaves your hands you're responsible for where it went exactly you know exactly that's how i learned about responsibility the only that's the only thing that taught you about responsibility well and then also experiencing that yeah wow i feel like we just got some closure on that i feel like we got closure the way that the doctors closed up your head wow there's one other thing i wanted to say about sharing room with you okay do you recall the nights where you and zeke were this would have been you guys were on the bunk bed and i was on the loft bed loft bed yeah do you recall the nights when I would rap Lecrae lyrics to put you guys to sleep. I do. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I didn't think I was going to remember this. I just want to make one comment about that. Okay. There was a second there in my life where I thought I was about to be a rapper. Okay. So one of... One of the reasons I would spend so much time in the garage is because I was rapping along to Eminem and Lecrae. I know. Oh my god. They couldn't be more different, could they? Very different. Especially in 2014 or whatever. Right, yeah. Big difference there. Well. That would have been what? Outcast album? And then, I don't know what Lecrae's, or what uh, Eminem's up to. I mean, I remember um, the Marshall Mathers LP2 being, I, I remember... I still know most of the words to a lot of the songs. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But um, I would rap you guys Lecrae lyrics. There was one night I said, do you want me to do that? I was like, I can't sing, but I'll rap to you guys. And you both said, sure. I was like, wow. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is where this is how my career starts. <laughs> Someday they're going to do an interview with me on, I don't know, M- MTV or whatever, BuzzFeed, I don't know. And they'll say... So tell us about your early life. And I would say, well, I would rap to my brothers. And now it'd be like this crazy story. Well, then a couple nights later, you asked me to do it. A couple nights later, you asked me to do it. (laughs) She's still going. She's still going. A couple nights later, you asked me to do it. It was like... I think I might have cried. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But I rapped through the tears. <laughs> Rapping through the tears is another great name for the podcast. Something, there's going to be something here. I think I've realized that the, the, the thrust of this podcast, the through line, is going to be me asking for forgiveness from all of you guys. <laughs> Except Chloe. I don't know... I don't think I ever did anything wrong to Chloe, and and I, I mean, just, she probably knows me better than you did. No, nah, you're right, you're right. But I think I bullied Emma, and I didn't get along for a while. Here's yeah. a little tease for what's coming up next. There were stretches where Emma and I did not get along. We got some good stories we could tell. Oh my gosh, I'm I am looking forward to that episode. There were times when Elizabeth, I just was mean to Elizabeth. Definitely yelled a lot at everybody. There's one story in particular that about Zeke that still like is one of the things that it's still one of the things that I like sometimes I can't sleep because I'm thinking about it 
I think I, I think I know actually what you're talking about. And off the pod, I want to know what you think I'm talking. about. Is it the, at the science center? <gasps> Wait, or that was you? Me? That was you, wasn't it? No, that was Zeke. What I threw? Yeah, I threw Zeke. You threw Zeke. That wasn't you. Are you sure? I'm positive it wasn't me. I was watching. You were there. I was just there. One being I, I witnessed the throw. That's I, not the story I'm thinking. Not of. really. Mm-hmm. I because I I watched um because it was in the like the flashing room where yep. where it would like make silhouettes. It would because you were trying to get it up on the wall. Trap your shadow it would on trap the wall. Your shadow on the wall. And if I threw him and I timed it right, it would have looked like he was flying. It would have been so cool. And but what you did was you threw him up and then you looked at the wall to see if it was there and you forgot. <laughs> But I forgot to catch. Forgot to catch him. You forgot to even look to see if he fell. What I saw was I saw a flash. You were down. I saw a flash. He was in the air, and then I saw a flash. He was on the ground. And that's all I saw. And you were looking at the th- and you like he made he. I don't think he like it didn't cried. work. It didn't, it didn't work. work. It didn't work. It didn't work. The saddest thing is that it, didn't it was work. a waste. This isn't in the podcast. That's just, you can talk about this with him. Uh, and I will. It out. Yeah, I will. But this will be in the podcast. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. But um, is there anything else you want to say? Is there anything else that you need closure from? Or? I think on the topic of the nights we spent in our shared bedroom while you were on the loft bed and I was in the now the top of the bunk bed. This is this is something that has plagued me for a while. <laughs> oh, wait, what is about to happen? Okay, so do you remember the one there? There was one night where there, there were a couple. There were a few nights. It wasn't just one time that we did this, but there was. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is sounds so You bad. need to just. I'm sorry. You need to get to the point. We, we had. We were just talking. We just had a conversation, and it, like, spanned probably like an hour or two after like lights out, and we were just talking, like across the divide between our beds. Mm-hmm. Do you remember doing that sometimes? Yeah, we would talk. We would talk. Yeah. There was one time in particular that we were talking, and then you set up some like discussion about like. Something biblical, I don't remember. Um, but I do remember talking about it and then really, like, working through some stuff, like, about, like, really, like, interesting stuff and then coming to realizations mid-conversation and telling you. And then I realized that you kind of hadn't responded for a bit. And then I stopped talking. And he just didn't respond. And I... Um... I realized that you fell asleep after I um, said your name a couple of times. And I was like, oh, man, he's asleep. And then I did cry a little bit. And then I went to bed. I went to sleep. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I wish I knew that. And then do you remember... um, (laughs) Do you remember uh, when we took the hammocks out, me, you, and Zeke? And we... Went like re- kind of recently to like the house that we li- that I live at now. Yeah, and we, we would took go sleep out in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Like it happened like once I think. Yeah, maybe twice. Maybe maybe yeah. twice. I think it happened once with you and I, and once with him. Plus Z, one plus Z. Okay. Um. You had asked me about like I don't even remember. I think like. There's the situation with one of my, like, past relationships and, like, how that even came to be. And I was, like, telling you about it. And I told a lot. Um, I might know where this is And this is, this is after that, after I had already listened to you talk about a lot of yours. Because I was curious about, like, your life. And this is, like, one of my first memories of just, like, getting to know you as, like, an adult person. That, like, this is one of, like, the things that's, like, kind of sparked that. And... So then I'm, I heard a lot about you and I learned a lot about you and I treasure that memory in my heart a lot. And then, um, you asked about mine and as I'm saying it, I realize you kind of haven't responded in a while. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. Um, and you did fall asleep at that point as well. Oh, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Oh my god. That's fine. That's all right. I have forgiven you because I have done the same. You've you fallen asleep before? Not on you. Never on you. No, you've never fallen asleep on me. But you did. You, you've never fallen asleep on me before, but you did fall asleep in the van beside me once. When we got to a hotel, uh, you had to wake up, 
and I walked you across the parking lot to the hotel, and you hugged my leg and peed your pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess it kind of makes up for it. <laughs> but, but it kind of doesn't, because there's also... I was... I was... We were at Life Group. Oh my gosh. At... I forget whose house it was. I think it was the Jones' house or something. I don't remember. That's a safe name, because there's so many Joneses yeah. in the world. That's not a really right. name drop. Yeah. And so, they don't live in that house anymore. Yeah. There's no And we didn't share the address anyway. There's no, literally no (laughs) You can't trace that house down now. I could literally say the Jaworski's house and that wouldn't (laughs) be any more, like... Okay, so so what happened here? I was, like, napping because my head hurt on the couch or something. And, um, I was, like, nauseous and my head hurt or something. So (laughs) I went to, so mom told me to go lie down. And it was, like, it came time to for dinner or some, or to leave or something and so you and emma and i believe priya and alicia walked very slowly through the door with just like perfect like synchronized <laughs> stepping perfect perfectly synchronized steps and like with you would like slap your hands <laughs> rhythmically, hand right hand, left hand, right hand, left hand, wake up, wake up, and I didn't fall asleep. I never fell asleep to begin with, <laughs> and I tried to convince you of this to no avail. You continued your ch- your your grim chant of wake up, and I I was probably more scared than I think I've ever been in that moment. To this day, that was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. Wow. Yeah. And then we would continue to do that from time yep. to time, and it it didn't get easier. <laughs> she wants to be on the sh- on the She pod. just needs to. She wants to have fame. She needs the stardom. Oh, she's got. She'll have it. She'll have it. She'll have her, her time. Wow. Speaking of time, it's about that time. Are there any other loose ends that we need to tie up? One loose end that I need to tie up, for sure, <laughs> no. is I am mighty famished in a big way. All right. Let's get you some yeah. food. Let's, let's, let's go get some food. I hope you all enjoyed this episode of this podcast that will have a name by the time you hear it. Um... Stay tuned for more. I've got five other siblings and a mom and a wife and a dog that will, that may all, that's true, and a dad who may all be featured on this podcast at one point or another. Uh, Good stuff is coming. Stay tuned. And maybe, stay tuned, guys. This is going to be a, it'll be fun. And if enough people listen to this and like this, we'll do a season two and Micah will be back. I'll be back. All you right. won't hear from me again. I have another podcast called Dice Club. Go listen to that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout out your stuff. Uh, so, oh, yeah. I've got a podcast, Dice Club. Spot, find, find it everywhere. That's D&D. Uh, it's really cool, actually. Well, it's cool in the cool nerd way, but um, cool. then I also I also make music tenfold. You can find that anywhere as well. Tenfold. That's T-I-N-F-O-L-D. <laughs> Don't ask him how we got that name. You won't get an answer. All right.